Welcome to Sex Spoken Here with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I am a sex coach and relationship psychologist and created this show to help you solve any sexual problems, learn about all things sexy, sensual, and intimate, and create your ideal lasting relationship. In my virtual therapy room, I answer questions, interview experts, and provide tips that you can use straight away. Listen in weekly as I share key strategies to help you create a problem-free, exciting sex life. Make sure you join us to be up to date on all events and to easily access coaching at www.the-intimacy-coach.com. Welcome to my virtual therapy room. I am Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee, and this is Sex Spoken Here. Remember, this podcast deals with adult themes, so if you don't have privacy, you might wish to put on your headphones. Today, I'm starting a new series on sex toys. In this series, I'm going to look at different types of sex toys and provide some interesting reviews, sourcing information and stories from friends and clients, and some from my own experience. When I was first learning about sex, the only sex toy I heard about was a vibrator. I remember my first vibrator. I was in my mid-teens, and it was in the mid-70s, and I got it from a seedy sex shop in a town near where I lived. I smuggled it into my house, and then I hid it in my room. It was about seven or eight inches long and made of hard, off-white plastic. The first two inches or so were smooth, but the rest were ribbed. It was awful. I tried to use it a few times, but I found it alternately painful and annoying. It put me off vibrators for more than 15 years. The next sex toy I became acquainted with was a pair of gold-plated handcuffs that a boyfriend had engraved. I still have these to this day, 37 years later. These were lots of fun, but they are also not the standard sex toy. I finally found vibrators that I could and do enjoy. It has taken me time to explore sex toys, both alone and with partners. I've tried lots of vibrators and have, rave, have reviews from friends, lovers, and clients, a variety of vibrators. I've played with anal plugs of many types. And since I enjoy BDSM, I have tried many types of implements from feathers through to bullwhips. I've also tried a variety of electrical toys like violet wands, e-stims, and TENS machines. I've used dildos, and I've also used dildos with strap-ons. So let's start with vibrators, because these are the most popular toys. There are many different kinds of vibrators. Some vibrators are meant for penetrating the vagina, others to use on the clitoris, and others to put between partners and stimulate them both, and still others are designed for the ass. Nowadays, vibrators come in a plethora of shapes and sizes. Some are controlled by iPhone apps, some have tons of speeds, others a variety of programs that cover speed and intensity. Women's favorites. At the moment, number one is a relative newcomer called Eva, which is made by Dame Products. Dame Products 
are two women. One who's an expert in science and the other is an expert in sex. Eva is a hands-free vibrator that has wings that tuck under the labia majora, giving clitoral, clitoral stimulation without having to hold it in place. Its texture is lovely. It is made of smooth silicon. Linda says, it's my little friend. I really can walk around with it and in and driving me wild, but not for too long because I come really quickly using this toy. Number two is an old favorite. This is called the rabbit. The rabbit vibrator stimulates the clitoris and is inserted in the vagina at the same time. This is the, the vibrator that was talked about and shown on Sex in the City. It's been around for ages. Some women are put off by the color because the traditional color is this kind of bright purple and the little rabbit who stimulates the clitoris. But don't let that put you off. It's one of the toys of its type and it can give you the experience of orgasm while being penetrated if you haven't been able to do this before. And it's one of the best ones of its type. If you're unable to have an orgasm during intercourse, you are not unusual. About 30% um, of women manage it well. The rest don't manage it well. So the rabbit can give you that experience because there's direct clitoral stimulation at the same time as penetration. Now you can get that when you're having sex as well, but it's harder to do that. Sometimes that's what something like the Eva vibrator is good for. Number three on the hit parade is the Hitachi magic wand. Now this was number one for years. It's the power that makes it so incredible. Over the years, this is the vibrator that I have heard the most feedback about. Clients talk about the power and the fact that it can be used for actual massage because it's strong enough. Jenny says she couldn't survive without her Hitachi. She told me that she was unable to have an orgasm until she discovered the Hitachi and that she uses it on her own and with her girlfriend. She said that she has tried smaller clitoral vibrators but none of them have ever been as good as the Hitachi. Hitachis are great if what you want is real intensity in a vibrator, but they're certainly not insertable. Number four on the women's list at the moment is called Lamaru's Rosa. Now this vibrator has two motors. One is at the base, um, which is sort of... Um, rectangular and it will vibrate the entire genital area so it adds to the intensity of everything um, and the and the rest of the vibrator is used internally. Martha loves the whole construction of it the smoothness the color she has cerise it comes in cerise a sort of fluorescent green um, a rose color deep red colored one um, and black last I remember. And she also loves the reach. She says, it hits my G-spot just right to get me flowing. And if I keep going, I will always squirt. Now, that's another topic, which we won't be discussing in depth today. Um, but sometimes sex toys make it possible for women to experience female ejaculation or squirting 
in a way that they may not be able to do so when they're um, being stimulated by a partner. And this is because squirting is more common when your G-spot is being stimulated and actually hitting the spot at the right depth and for the right rhythm, um, it can be difficult um, with uh, straightforward intercourse and with using fingers, but there are some vibrators that are really good at this. Number five on the list is Lalo's Smart Wands. These are divine. The silicon texture combined with the metal is beautiful. The medium one is insertable, but the large one um, for me would be a bit too much to have it be insertable. Now these smart wands are kind of a more modern, modern updated version of Hitachi's magic wands. And Lalo does a number. If you haven't experienced uh, how to look around um, Lalo's website, Lalo has a number of um, really nice, um, really effective sex toys. Bring you a lot of joy and a lot of fun. Number six is Lalo's Siri 2. This one is sound responsive and very powerful. There are eight settings that are inspired by music and then the option to just follow any beat you choose, including the sound of your lover's voice. As like all of Lalo's other products, smooth and well-made. Greg loves to use this on his lover. He says, I enjoy the responsiveness in choosing the rhythms, watching Leslie's responses and building her pleasure. And it isn't just for women. The feel of it under and behind my balls is incredible. And that's an important thing to remember that men can get a lot out of vibrators too. So let's have a little bit of a look at the couple's favorites at the moment. Number one, same as for women, it's the Eva. It fits so well for some people that it creates very many possibilities. In some position, it'll stimulate the penis during sex. For two women together, it can be held in place in between them in just the right way to get both of them moaning. Number two, WeVibe. There are lots of iterations of this vibrator. WeVibe 4 has an app called WeConnect and talks about couples connecting no matter where they are. Part of the vibrator is inserted into the vagina and the other part presses on the clitoris. So the vibrator can hit the G-spot and vibrate his penis while they're having intercourse, as well as stimulating her clitoris. If you're having trouble visualizing this, the company gives you a really straightforward visual. And um, if you uh, download this podcast from the website, in the um, podcast notes, there's a link to it. Well, most vibrators for men in, are ones for them to enjoy for prostate stimulation. Number one, um, talking with clients and friends, is the Nexus G-Play Medium. This, size, this one is a good size and can be used for both men and women. It's silicone and it feels really nice. Um, number two is the Rocksoft Rude Boy. This one's actually a C-shaped massager and it's for hands-free use. The idea is you can rock back and forth. It is a little larger than some of the others, but the men I've spoken to have used this one, love the full feeling. Now, if you're not somebody who is used to anal stimulation um, 
or anal sex, you might find this one a little much to experiment with because, as I say, it is a little larger. But if you are used to it or you do enjoy it, it'll give a real feeling of fullness. Number three is the Rock Soft Butt Boy, and this one is butt plug shaped. A lot of guys enjoy the butt plug shape um, and find this an easier toy to start with. A few tips about using vibrators. First of all, safety. If you're going to share your toys with anyone, you need to use condoms. If you're planning for moving your toy from vagina to rectum or rectum to vagina, you need to use two condoms. Penetrating the vagina after the rectum leads to infections. So if you're moving from the rectum and you're going to penetrate the vagina, you need to take that extra 10 seconds, take off the one condom, Put on a new one. Second, you need to make sure to check out intensity levels when you're considering, considering direct stimulation on sensitive areas like the clitoris, because sometimes that can feel really painful and then it'll put someone off. And my experience is that when people have bad sexual experiences um, with a toy, with an activity, they often find it hard to try those things again. They often find it hard to get past those bad experiences. So checking things out, moving a little bit more slowly can prevent bad experiences. It's also useful to remember that if something doesn't go well, you know, it's worth giving it a second try. Um, and that not everything is for everyone. Third, use lots of lube. Check to make sure the lube you're using is not going to cause a, a problem with your vibrator or with condoms. For example, silicone lube on silicone toys can cause a kind of melting together of the two, which will leave the surface of the toy pitted or mottled. Water-based lubricants are the best for silicone toys. For condoms, water-based or silicone-based lube is best. Um, if you wonder why anybody would bother to use silicone lube, it's because it can, tends to last a bit longer. There are some new variations on the vibrator. The first one is the womanizer. This uses suction and air around the clitoris to arouse and bring on orgasm. The reviews for this toy are pretty good all around. Women talk about how quickly they reach orgasm and how reliably. Megan told me she was able to have multiple orgasms for the first time using the womanizer, and she describes this toy as a fucking miracle. Um, it, was one of the most popular toys of 2016. It remains popular in 2017. Um, it is an interesting sensation, so I encourage you to try it to see what you think. There is a variation on this toy, which is called the Fiera, and this one's actually targeted at women who have trouble with arousal or are suffering from low libido. The toy's aim is to create a quick arousal and it creates a suction on the vulva and around the clitoris and uses gentle suction and light stimulation to increase the blood flow, leading to quick and often intense arousal. There are silicone rings to create the suction and these must be replaced every seven to 10 uses. There are two styles of rings that come with it and most people find that one works better for them. There's one version with a remote and another version without. The beauty of this device is that it is hands-free, so it, it clamps onto the vulva. And once you're warmed up, you remove the device and you continue with your partner. 
The reviews for this one are really mixed. Um, most people complain the rings wear out too quickly, and that, so that's another expense. And some complain that it doesn't do as much as they thought it would do. However, there are some women who swear by this device and um, talk about the increase in libido that using it has produced. Um, I have not had very many clients who have tried this device yet. Beth said it's very expensive. It's $249 with the remote. Um, and, and in the UK, even more. And I didn't know if it was going to work. I wasn't willing to spend that much money without knowing. And it's not something that you can just go somewhere and try, unfortunately. There are a number of OBGYNs who recommend it, uh, uh, obstetrics and gynecology doctors who recommend it. Some women are reporting increased desire, though, and that's well worth the price. If you've been having low libido and this actually gets you back in the mood, it, a lot of people feel that any money is worth it. The Crescendo by Mystery Vibe is a vibrator that's moldable, so it can fit lots of places and apparently do many interesting things. There is a smart app that goes with it. Now, at this point, I haven't had the chance to try one out, and my clients haven't yet either, um, but I um, should be receiving one in the post very soon, and I will get back to you later in the series with a review on that. So far, there are good reviews. There's also The Fin by Dame Products, the two ladies who brought us the Eva, which is a vibrator that sits between two fingers and can be used in many places. Each end of this small vibrator has a different shape, so it produces a different sensation. It's very flexible and very versatile. Richard says the fin is exceptional. It's so small and neat, so it's easy to transport. I like to start with it behind her ears, then down her neck, and by the time I get to her clitoris, She's really close to coming. The fin can help with multiple orgasms. The intensity level can be manipulated and the smooth silicon is easy on the body. That's my roundup of most of the um, popular vibrators. I'd like to encourage you to um, email me if there's another vibrator that you're aware of that I haven't mentioned get in contact with me, tell me all about it, and I will include a review in a later version of this series. Vibrators have come a long way since my first experience, and indeed since the steam vibrator called The Manipulator was first released by Dr. George Taylor in 1869. Electromechanical ones developed in the late 1800s by Dr. Joseph Mortimer Granville. So vibrators were originally developed as a treatment for hysteria, which was considered to be an anxiety disorder that only women had. And the treatment was for the doctor to stimulate a woman's clitoris until she reached orgasm. In actual fact, they put the heel of the hand over the clitoris and two fingers inside the woman. And their hands got tired. At that time, the doctors did not believe that women had sexual desire or pleasure. These women complained to doctors of anxiety, sleeplessness, irritability, and also feelings of heaviness in the lower abdomen, wetness between the legs, and erotic fantasies. The symptoms became known as hysteria, which comes from the Greek for the word uterus. In fact, it's clear that this was sexual frustration. The treatment became handjobs from the doctors. 
So when the women had orgasms, their symptoms were relieved. Of course, these were not called orgasms because at the time it was thought that women had no sexual feelings and no libido. By the early 19th century, this was an acceptable, popular treatment, led to cramped hands and fingers for the doctors, hence the invention of the vibrator. Now we have vibrators in all shapes and sizes, of all colors, all thicknesses, some for specific purposes, and some much closer to the original old-fashioned versions. You can usually see examples of vibrators in sex museums, and it's highly entertaining to go and look at some of the early models. Thanks for joining me this week for Sex Spoken Here with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Do write to me with suggestions for the show or questions you want answered at drbisbee at the-intimacy-coach.com and follow me on Twitter where I am Dr. Bisbee. For a free 30-minute strategy session with me, go to www.the-intimacy-coach.com and click on the button that says Schedule Now. I look forward to seeing you next week when I'll be looking at dildos and butt plugs in part two of this series on sex toys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to Sex Spoken Here with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review here on iTunes or on Stitcher. And make sure you head over to www.the-intimacy-coach.com to subscribe for free newsletter updates to help you create and sustain an exciting trouble-free sexual life. Stay tuned for upcoming weekly episodes on all topics, sexy, sensual, and intimate. Thanks for listening.